Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. It's funny because we actually got someone that signed up through Podgo and we got a bonus. Nice. I mean, it wasn't much, but we got a bonus. Hey, yeah. I mean, we got to build a house. Yeah, we're trying to build a house. But I like the fact that our, our, uh, <laughs> our special guest today, they were rocking out to the intro song. Yeah. Well, we have the band Delfino Squared here with us tonight. Hello. Hello. So let's introduce ourselves. Go. Who, who wants to start first? Okay. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it really awkward now. Don't be shy. No, I'm okay with first impressions. I'm Chris. <laughs> uh, I'm a singer, and um, I really, really like baseball. I'm a huge Angels fan. Nice. All right. Nice uh, to meet you. Also, nice to meet you. Really <laughs> likes the Pokemon Spoink. So do I. I think that's oh. important. All <laughs> right. Pokemon fans, all of us. I'm Robbie. I'm the guitarist. I like baseball. But I like basketball a little better. I'd say my team is the Trailblazers, but they're not doing like they they're doing good, but they can't win the championship, and that's like purgatory for basketball. So I'm not watching too much basketball right now. So that's where I'm at. I know your feet, how you feel because I'm a Jets fan, a football fan, oh, and yeah. we haven't won anything in since 1950 something. So I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm Samson. I'm the bassist. Um, I guess we just made this a sports thing. I'm not really into sports. I just recently got into basketball, like the Nuggets. But histor- historically, I've been really into esports. So my team's okay. Team Liquid, the League of Legends Team Liquid team. So, yeah. Hey, these guys make bank. These esport guys? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. It's nice. <laughs> well, <clears throat> our friend Marcus Paynton from The Collective had reached out to us to interview one of his bands, and um, which apparently went to managing uh, bands now, which is cool. Mm-hmm. We had interviewed him, shoot, am I, almost a year ago now. Yeah, and he was. Did. I did. Yeah, you weren't involved. I wasn't involved. Yeah, uh, my my previous host you co-host didn't was. Like me. My previous co-host was on it, but we fired him. <laughs> no, we um, no, we didn't. We did. <laughs> no, he ended up he ended up buying a house, having another kid. So Building he's a shed. He's he's busy. <laughs> so I was a little hesitant, <clears throat> a little hesitant about interviewing a band because I got nervous. I get nervous sometimes. But when I heard you guys, your music, I was like, you know what? I got, I got to check these guys out. And I, I actually enjoyed your music a lot. Mm-hmm. I really Thank enjoyed you. it. Yeah. 
And I'm trying to figure out what you guys sound like. You have a, a sound, but I can't place it. I love this. This is my favorite <laughs> yeah. question. Like this, like we've gotten this a lot of times, and I love hearing how people are interpreting our music. We've yeah. gotten some weird songs. Like if you had to say like artists, who would you say? That's wh- that's where I'm confused. I'm really confused by that because I don't know what to say. Because listening to it, <clears throat> I see I hear a little bit of Sublime. Mm-hmm. Here, let's play a little bit. A, a, a... So if you want to hear the rest of the song, go to their Spotify page <laughs> yes, and, and check it out. Yeah, go we're, to not, Spotify. we're not doing this for free. No. Go to Spotify. <laughs> check them out, please. But you guys have a 90s vibe. Yeah. An old school 90s vibe. But I'm sure you guys weren't born in the 90s, were you? No. Actually, yes. Nine, just barely. What, 99? Barely. Uh, he's 98, right? 98. 98. So Miguel, right? I think Miguel's either 98 or 97. 98. Yeah, but Robbie and I are like a few, a few, like a week apart in uh, 99. 99? Oh, man. We feel old. Yeah. Just barely, just barely did we make um, the 90s. I'm always the oldest one on this show. We were were born in 84. So we're old. You listen to that much more good music than we have. We We lived the 90s. Yeah, we lived the 90s, but it's, it's a, it does have that, it has a sublime vibe. Yeah. Um, um, I can hear a little bit of um, can early emo, early emo, yeah. It's a very California vibe. Yes, if that makes sense. Yellow cardy, early oh, yellow card, early yeah. Yellow card. A little bit of reading the lyrics. You have a little bit of a Taking Back Sunday vibe for me yeah, personally. I was thinking oh. that too. Yeah, a little Taking Back like Sunday it. vibe. Um, Even the music a little bit like in the beginning of that song mm-hmm. sounded a little bit like. Taking yeah, Sunday. I I really like it. Which we love taking back Sunday. <laughs> My goal is to interview them, but that hasn't happened yet. He's been about five feet from the lead singer and is like shuts down. I can't. I, I he I, shuts. Down. I, I turn into a puddle. I cannot. <laughs> he. We were at a bar in Charlotte, and he was standing literally next to me, and I couldn't speak to him. I, I just went dumb. I couldn't speak to the <laughs> but guy, but I couldn't either. So he has an aura to him that he does. He's just it's like the hair. Yeah, it's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> it's the hair. But we were able to. So Samson, you've got. Yeah. <laughs> you've got the hair. That's, I can't. I can't make eye contact with Samson. That's the thing. I can't look at him. But um, we were able to get the lead singer of Matchbook Romance, my favorite band of all time. Are you guys familiar with Matchbook Romance? 
Yeah, I got Andy. Well, there's a story behind this. Yeah. I went on a meme war on Instagram. I mean, not a meme war, but I just posted a whole bunch of memes. His own war. Try to get him on the show and tag them on everything until he finally caved. Yeah. So. And what's funny is that he's not on Instagram and social media that much. No, but he, he, I think it got to him. Like, <laughs> I think whoever runs their band page got yeah. to him. And then me keeping tagging him on everything that I posted. Yeah. He finally caved in and gave me his email address. So I'm, I have his personal information now. Yeah. The, the least thing on my favorite band, which is pretty cool. That would be creepy. I'll get him back on eventually. I'll get him back on the show. But, all right. Yeah. Let's get into the yeah, interview part of this. Yeah, yeah. His personal information. Like, if I had his email and phone number, I'd, like, jot it down and, like, pin it to the wall just to remind myself that oh, I Oh, I do. It's in my contacts okay. on my phone. It says Andy, Magic Romance. And I'm like, yeah, I, you can't top that. But you've met him a couple times, so it's like... Yes, I've met him. It wasn't, like... And he was just such a really cool guy. Yeah. And he's no long, he he does music on the side a little bit now, but he um he actually does IT for a university. Uh, he got a big boy job now. <laughs> which is cool. We all have to grow up eventually. Yeah. But tell us about your name. Robbie, take it away. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um I find it good and great even that like y'all pick up on the nineties vibe because um we're kind of trying to like go after the euphoria of our childhood with yes. a lot of our music and kind of like reconquering that, like re rediscovering it, but like in an adult way, like, Oh, I can still have this joy. And for me, one of my favorite things ever, like as a child was just to go to my homie's house and play super Mario sunshine. Yep. Which great game, impeccable game. And, um, the, before like we even like knew that we were gonna be a band we were just kind of like friends hanging out in the dorms the ucr so we played like a lot of mario kart and stuff Mm -hmm. and mario kart the map based off of um based off of the the game yeah uh delfino plaza yeah it's it's delfino square Mm -hmm. um and we take like a lot of influence from like current day math rock so like like a lot of like chons and stuff and delta sleep and stuff like that um so we kind of wanted to put like a math function in our name i was taking calculus at the time i was kind of like on one about it i was like i really wanted to put the up carrot two for mm-hmm. the squared i wanted to stylize it like that so i i proposed that you know be our name kind of captures the euphoria and the the freedom you feel of that and we were trying to describe our music that way that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Cool. It's funny. That you, so you're good. You're good at math. Um, I would say that I started college bad at math, and I've gotten okay, but that's mostly just due to like my major and my minor. Okay. I would probably say that he's the best at math. Okay. So after the show, my wife might have a question for you because <laughs> my daughter has has a a question. Fourth grade math. Fourth grade math is horrible. Her. You need a protractor. Oh, yeah. I've never used a protractor in my life. No. Don't know how to use one. <laughs> and I'm proud of that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was bad. I had to call my niece, who's like 23. and I'm She's like, a teacher. She yeah, does that for a living. Yeah, she's a teacher. And I'm like, I feel dumb. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> but anyway, I like, I like on your website, it says, plain and simple, just a couple of guys making music about our feelings. That, that's all oh, you guys ever do. Is it, Musicians, that's what you do. Yeah. You just write music about your feelings. Musicians are poets, yep. you, and poets write about their feelings. Yep. So as deep. I know I'm a very deep person. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go into the questions. Okay. 
We have a list of about 26 oh hard-hitting gosh. questions. They're really not. They're, <laughs> they're not, not at all. hard-hitting at all. So a couple, <laughs> of them, a couple of them we actually wrote, but then the other half are from a, this, this app called Poddex. He's a sponsor of the show. He had, it's pretty much just like almost, they look like playing cards or Uno cards, but they give you ideas and they have questions for interviews. So it's a good little program he has. So they're better questions than what we would come up with. Pretty much. <laughs> and he's a musician, so he has a lot of music-based yeah. cards. Oh, yeah. So it helps out a lot. So our first question is, tell us about how you got started performing and what other instruments do you guys play? Okay, so we got started performing. Oh, geez. It was these two who started. Uh, we were all in the dorms together. Yeah, a little two. bit of context. Um, Chris and I were randomly matched together with another guy, but he's not in the band. Um, but Chris and I were roommates our freshman year. Oh, okay. I, I don't think he had requested anybody, but I had actually requested some other dude, and it just didn't work, and we got um, matched together. And then Robbie lived in, like, a the floor above us or something like that, but mm-hmm. we all ended up hanging out. And they would play in, like the common room mm-hmm. and people would come by and, and watch it's kind of fun and we just out, started yeah. playing together and then um really quickly i just want you guys to know that the song that we would like jam pretty consistently like the end of the night song right like everybody's winding down was lagrange by zz top so that's kind of nice. where we were at nice. okay <laughs> just you know just like a bunch of like hooligans just having fun that's <laughs> cool like Fast forward another year, we make a few songs, we write a few songs, and then we bring on a drummer, Miguel, and then um, we started our first, like, house party, like... Our debut performance was at How long after we met Miguel was that? It was, we met Miguel in October, and then I broke my collarbone in November, Mm -hmm. which kind of delayed us actually. I think we had performances before that, though. No, the first, we, the first performance was January 18th, 2019. Oh, he was specific. He was January. That's this wow. is the date. I, I can't remember uh, dates to save my life. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he, yeah, we had performed. Uh, shout out Blue Season. I don't know if they're making music anymore, but not, but. but prior to us, they were pretty much the only other band at UCR that was like doing that was performing and like bringing people together for shows. Riverside scene is like pretty dry comparatively to other parts of Southern California. And they invited us because we knew him through Miguel actually. Okay. That was our first show. That's cool. So do you guys play any other instruments? No. Yeah. We can go down the line and say Um, which instruments we all play. I, I play a little bit of guitar and I'm learning how to play the piano. I have this little app that it's called chet it's really cool hmm. there's like a whole virtual piano and it takes you through scales and stuff so that's cool that's been actually yeah cool. uh i actually started out on bass believe it or not like i've been playing music pretty much my entire life my mom was on the worship team for the church so she'd just always be practicing and mm-hmm. stuff and i thought it was cool i would like i would you know try to buddy up see what she's doing i'd steal her guitars i'd play them without her permission mm-hmm. um <laughs> and that finally resulted in like uh hey i want to play drums which then she gave me drumsticks and this like really really like cheesy electronic drum set like it wasn't a drum set it was just like four pads you yeah know? yeah it was almost more like a sampler and i was like what so am it was I rock band is what you're saying 
basically she gave you rock band a little bit less than rock band believe it or not it was actually less like drums than rock band so i wasn't super interested and i was like you know what i want to play bass bass is cool so i was tall then too and then this was like when i was like eight or nine right so i'm like i'm gonna have big bass hands it's gonna be great and then i didn't grow my entire life thing I've talked out at like five nine or whatever I am now, and then I just didn't grow for like all of high school, and I was like, maybe, maybe I should switch to guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am playing guitar. That's so, cool. Yeah, I also cool. play bass. Not like this guy. Oh yeah. So I actually started on bass. Well, technically, I played a little bit of piano before that. The instruments I can play now are pretty much just bass. I play a tiny bit of guitar and a little bit of piano, and I can play mask off. By future, I play the sample on recorder. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I started on um, upright bass, and then soon after started on electric guitar. But I'm technically classically trained. I played in like orchestras and jazz bands, all that kind of stuff throughout oh, wow. high school. So pretty much just do. Are there do you now. play any instruments? Do we? No, not at all. <laughs> No. I tried playing piano when I was a kid, and it just it didn't go well. <laughs> I'm determined to learn how to play the drums. He's trying to get Ooh. our nine year old to play the drums, and she has no interest in she's, any she's instruments. She's more she's more artistic. She likes to do art, like yeah, she likes color to draw and draw a lot. A lot so yeah. I don't think she's musically inclined. She's more artistically inclined. Yeah, she's getting better. She's getting a lot better. Getting so lot better. I'm I'm determined to learn how to play the drums. I'm thirty. I'm almost thirty seven years old, but I'm a, I'm gonna learn. Great. Once we once we build our house. We're gonna we're gonna make a little. I'm gonna have a little podcast studio, and I'm gonna put a drum set in the corner. You're gonna put the pot, the drum set outside. Well, I'm gonna get the electronic <laughs> one. I put my headphones on. Okay. There you go. All right. Question number two. All right. What first got you into music? I can start with this one. So, I remember. So, like growing up, my dad. So, so a little bit of background about me. My mom's a, a multi instrumentalist. And has been super into music her whole life, like classical, um, like jazz, rock, everything. She's she's into a lot of things. And my dad, who isn't a, like musical or really artistic at all, still enjoys a wide variety of music. And so growing up, I always kind of was just into like the Beatles and like uh, my dad's from Mexico. So he really likes the band Mana. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yes. We yes. listen to them all the time. <laughs> I love Mana. Fantastic. All the time. <laughs> so like growing up, I listened to a lot of that, Mana and like uh, Clearance, Clearance Clearwater Revival yep. and stuff like that. But then I remember the first time I actually was like, wait, I like music was when I turned 12 and my mom got me a Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon yep. CD. Nice. And that was that was the beginning of the end. That changed your life. <laughs> Pink Floyd CD. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to figure out a way to do it. A Spanish episode. Um, that I won't be on Yeah, no. She, <laughs> she won't be on it. And I, I'm leaning towards doing a, a Mana episode. But the only people I can kind of discuss that with is my father. But that's a weird situation there. Yeah, we won't do and that. And then my brother, who barely speaks. He's a man of few words. Yeah. So it's pretty much me doing one episode by myself about Mana. Well, you did the first episode by yourself. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> so, all right, Robbie, music. What got you in there into music? Yeah. Um. So my, like I said, my mom was really musically inclined, but that that's really just because her mom was actually a music teacher. Before that, she was an opera singer. Oh, wow. So like, there's this like long line of like musicians, and um, 
that, that didn't get me into it. You know, I knew that we had musicians in our family. I was like, okay, like, you know, uh, but what really changed was low key when my mom bought me my first CD and that was a queen greatest hit CD. Cool. You guys have really cool first albums. I That's know, awesome. God. I to this day still like thank God for that. That was such a great first introduction to music. Yeah. I yeah. still listen oh, to yeah. like good old fashioned lover boy, seven seas of rye. Obviously, you know, the classics, classics, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody to love, et cetera, et cetera. But like every single song on that C D has like hundred plus plays on it. It's all scratched yeah. up. Oh yeah. <laughs> I loved it. And uh from there I was like, wow. I really like the sound of distorted, uh, distorted guitars. When like Brian May started playing all the solos and stuff, I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, music can sound like this!" Yeah. I didn't know that it could sound so thick, you know, so yeah. nice. And uh, from that point on, I just kind of like, "Okay, guitar is cool. I like it." Yeah, <laughs> we're we're trying to do a Queen episode, but that's gonna be like an extra large episode, like a two and a half hour episode. Because I mean, that could be a two parter. Yeah, episode. you can't you can't do that in a forty five minute episode. There's no. no way. No, they have too much music. They're just they're just too awesome. Yeah. It would be disrespectful. Yeah, it just wouldn't be right. Yeah, it's like trying to do the Beatles in one They got episode. Pink Floyd and Queen. I know. My first CD was the Fugees, uh, the score. There's nothing wrong with And then the Ace of Bass. Ace, well, yeah, that one. Yeah. Those are my first CDs. That I question. And they weren't CDs. They were cassettes. Yeah. So <laughs> They were cassettes. So we didn't even have a CD to scratch no, up. No. Just had to rewind the tape. I had to get a pencil and stick it and then rewind it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Christian, music? Or you want to pass on that one? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> There's no passing. If, it, if it's bad, just go with it. <laughs> Own it. <laughs> so, um, I was... The first time I remember hearing a song I really loved uh, was... Uh, I was in, like, an AT&T store or something, and there was, like, an iPod... And like some headphones or something. Yeah. I I was able to go on YouTube and find the fray. Um, it was no 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 not how to save a life. It's over my head. Oh over what a head. great one! That. And that one forever changed my life. So I was listening to a lot of the fray, and then I went and really liked Lincoln Park. Numb was a, another good mm. song that I had for a while. Check out our Lincoln Park episodes. We have two. They're really good. Oh. Two. Yes, yep. that was a two-parter. Okay. Are you guys are you guys disappointed in late Lincoln Park? Like, what do you mean? Like, a lot of people thought about how they changed their sound a lot. Like, do you prefer one over the other? Like, a, a how about earlier Lincoln? Park? How about this? Listen to episode two about that of our Lincoln Park <laughs> show. We discussed that. I found a new podcast. Yeah, we can't give you spoilers. <laughs> Lincoln Park 2.0. We discussed that, but we with Lincoln Park, we like we like the fact that they evolved with their sound. Yeah, but they still sounded like them. But they still had hints of Lincoln Park. So yeah, because some bands just go completely off the deep end and change completely. And you're like, ooh, I don't like this. But Lincoln Park was consistent, and they had a, this yeah. the specific sound that stayed with them all throughout their yeah. Well, at least while Chester was alive, yeah. all throughout. I haven't listened to. I don't think I've. I don't think heard, they have anything. Past. Yeah, I haven't heard anything they've done since he died. Yeah, so, I don't think they've done anything. That's gonna be hard. Though. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you. I, I think at that point you have to call yourself something else. You can't be Lincoln Park. Yeah. 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 Not without Chester, for sure. No, without yeah. Chester, yeah. you can't. Like before we, we go ahead. 
Oh, interestingly enough, like I actually wanted to say, like he lived right next to me. Like he not like right next to me. He wasn't my neighbor, but he lived in my neighborhood. Oh wow! And so wow. neighbors knew him. So like when when he passed, it was like it was crazy. You know, like you just hear and like I only heard good things about him, mm-hmm. which is yeah. crazy. Living is like known for bad gossip, but like you only heard good things about him. So yeah. it was really yeah. yeah. Before we move on from Lincoln Park, what are y'all's thoughts on the Jay Z collabs with Lincoln Park? Yes. We talk about, we talk that, about too, that too. So you got to listen to the episode. <laughs> you got to listen to that episode. I liked it personally. Yeah, I liked it too. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was a it was a cool idea. I still have it in my car. Yeah, it's, it's it was an interesting idea to mix those. two. I mean, who would have thought Jay Z and Lincoln Park? Yeah. And then we also discussed the collaboration between Jay Z, Paul McCartney, and Lincoln Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You got to check out the show. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I will have to check out yep. the show. Check out the show. All right. Next question. Who inspires you guys to make music? Band? Anybody? Delta Sleep. Delta Sleep. Say again? The band Delta Sleep. Delta Sleep. I'm not familiar with them. Mm-mm. Oh. You guys have... Okay. I guess you kind of got to start. Like, do you Have you heard of or listened, have ever listened to like math rock? in general no genre Uh -uh. no okay i think delta sleep is a good place to start probably because they're arguably the best math rock band at least in our general opinion we all agree that they're like the best music out of that genre really okay i'm gonna gonna save them on my spotify right now let's see we really like the pink album ghost city we think that's like the best album maybe ever but if you're if you want something maybe a little bit more familiar to like fourth fifth wave Oh, their uh, Twin Galaxies is also really good. Twin Galaxies? Mm-hmm. All right. I saved them all. I only know that because I saw a Spotify playlist that had them on fourth <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know that. <laughs> so Delta Sleep for Christian. Robbie, who, who inspires you? Hmm. As a musician or like, can it be anybody? Anybody. Anybody. Anybody you want. Anybody. It could be your, your dog, your mom, your anybody. <laughs> if you got, if you got uh, an answer, that changes my answer. So... If you could go first, I'd actually really appreciate that. Well, I mean, there's, like, so many things. But right now, it's actually this band, Toe, who, speaking of of math rock, they're kind of foundational in the genre. Um, They're from Japan, and they're, like, kind of a hybrid between post-rock and and math rock. Mostly instrumental. They have vocals at times, but they're just extremely, like, emotional with the music they make despite it being entirely instrumental most of the time. And they're known for their absolutely fantastical live performances. And ever since I've started playing music, my favorite, favorite part has always been the performance aspect and connecting with people in a live music environment. Mm-hmm. And I think they do that tremendously well. Okay. And that inspires me. The fact that they get on stage and they just, pour out their emotions and you you can feel you can feel it through a youtube video i've never yeah. seen them live i had the opportunity but I, I couldn't make the show um but like just through their youtube video like the, the videos I, yeah i know what you i know what you mean yeah you feel it yep and that the ability to express their emotions in a nonverbal way like that inspires me incredibly nice all right robbie what you got for me Cool. I got I got an answer now, which is All a right. lot better than the right. <laughs> um, So, um, 
I like he was saying that performance is like what inspires him to perform. And for me, it's the creation of a piece or like something that can help you understand something better than just words can or like yeah. explain. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could be like, I am angry because I feel like my parents are being unfair to me in this exact circumstance given these things. And but like that just doesn't really hit you. Like it doesn't make take you inside of the actual emotion yep. of it, right? Yep. Like, you don't know that you can relate to that just based off of that. So what I really try to do is build that connection and build that bridge to that. Like, hey, this is how I'm feeling here. And like, this is how I would describe the actual feeling I'm getting, you know, Mm -hmm. like through music. Like, this is what it sounds like, I guess, to put it in that sort of way. I completely understand. And And that's I think that's why we when we were growing up, we we grew so close to Linkin Park was we understood. I mean, word for word. Yeah, we understood what what they were going through. through. And it was like, yeah. like he's expressed, like he was in my head. Listen to the words. Well, there's a running gag. They, they pick on me because I listen to lyrics really closely. So no, they, that's not why. And, I, and also, that's not why. When, I, when I was younger, when I was dating girls, I'd make them little mix CDs or mix tapes. I'm like, listen to the words. And they just pick on me because of that. So, but, but I completely understand yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Listen um, to the words. No you gotta, you gotta make sure somebody gets like the song what it's about no, yeah listen to the yeah. words yeah, and honestly we're spoiled because we got like lyrics genius you can look up lyrics on it you didn't have to like think about it and like you know write them down for yourself to be like oh now i can reflect back on what they were saying it's funny that but you yeah. mentioned that because i was listening to a podcast today and the guy was talking about how his mom would sing lyrics completely wrong for years because she <laughs> thought she heard it one way and then a few years ago, she reads the lyrics and she goes, oh, I was completely wrong. <laughs> she Googled it and she's like, we didn't have Google. You just had, yeah, you, you just, heard it on the radio and you just assumed that was what he was saying. Well, like what I used to do is I would listen to it over and over and over again. And I would like, because sometimes the CDs would have the lyrics in them, but, but sometimes they don't. And when growing up with cassettes, I would like stop and listen and I would write down the lyrics. So I would have to like kind of guess yeah. what they were saying. So that way I could memorize the song. Yeah. Jeez. So, uh, that just makes me instantly think like how did you do nirvana's Nevermind? how how did that go <laughs> yeah that didn't it didn't it didn't <laughs> that didn't. It didn't smells like teen spirit ne- don't know what the words are no nope. <laughs> still are don't <laughs> all right next question um what number four four okay what is your favorite song to perform and this can be one of yours or mm. a different song, or you do a cover a cover anything uh oh, <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. I'm waiting for Gangster's Paradise. That's my favorite song to perform. when I was testing So I do. I have a favorite that they perform. The instrumentalists. I don't really get to do much, but I think it's really cool that they're able to play it. They play a cover of Finger by this band called Elephant Gym. Another math rock band. It's another. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to say that one, too. Yeah, it's 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 just really cool to see him play that. Um, I like I like just being dancing around there. Okay. Yeah. I I probably so if like if we're playing live shows, right? Like, is this that that the context of the performance or is it like playing period like on my guitar and stuff? Like, is it? Whatever. Either, either or. Yeah, whatever. I know with the pandemic, you can't really perform live yeah. right now anywhere. So just whenever. A hundred percent. It changes the answers, but I can give you two real quick. Okay. Because um, when we're when we're out with the crowd, I really like playing Absence. I don't know if you listen to that one. It's one of ours. But yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I wrote it, it had such emotional meaning to me. And you know, just like listening to songs makes them 
less potent, right? Like it makes them hit a little bit less hard sometimes, yep. you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're performing them and you're summoning that up and you're living it out and out. The, yep. the feeling that you had just kind of dies because, you know, you've done it. But when I perform it, it just comes right back. You mm-hmm. know, I'm building that connection. It's like it's in all of the other people out there too. Yes. And they're feeding mm-hmm. back to me. So like being able to connect that understanding and like I'm playing the solo on it's pretty fun too. That's it, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Outside of that, it's just mostly our newer stuff. The song Strawberry Syrup that he wrote is pretty fun. It's just fun to play on guitar. So, like, if I'm just, like, noodling around, that's probably what I'll be playing. But my favorite song to perform is definitely Absence. Absence. Right okay, cool. Samson, what you got for me? It better be a my not song. It better be a my not song. Oh. <laughs> no pressure. I've been trying to get us to do a my not cover since, like, the beginning of the band, but... We just we just end up writing more original music. So you need like, to you yeah, need to rock out with labios compartidos. That's a good one. That's a good one. That can translate I, into I English to, pretty good, actually. Deep cut though. I want to be like, somos Mari Arena. Okay. It's from the same album. Yeah, yeah. I really like that song. Anyway, the favorite song to perform with the band is a song that we're going to be coming out with soon. It's called Cozy Orchard. Cozy Orchard. All right. I like it. I like it all right. Uh, it's got. <laughs> It's it's one of our more like, you know, you, you can kind of tell that the music we have out right now kind of has like a generally like bright, positive like mm-hmm. sound to it. This one's a bit more like emo inspired and the end of it has this incredibly emotional like jam session that's heavily shoegaze inspired. Uh, where our homie like, said it sounds a lot like the Death Tones and I, I really like that. That's like, like nice. <laughs> okay, when, when does that come out? Uh, we don't have a date yet, but probably within the next few months. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's one of the singles we're releasing with 5150. We got two. Okay, oh, yes. cool. Yeah. But, uh, it's just like the end. So I, I have a pedal board. I really like pedals. I know a lot of bassists don't really divulge into their tone all that much, but I really like the, my effects pedals. And I have this crazy fuzz pedal that I get to use at the end of this song. And usually I try not to... to to like overpower anybody else in the band, even though I end up doing it a lot anyway with voice wise. But for the end of this song, I don't have to care. And I just stomp on my little stomp box and just go wild. Nice. It's also my part, not that difficult at the end. So I just get to rock out. And there it's, you go. Uh, I look, yeah, I'm, I looking really, for, I'm looking forward to hearing face. that song. I know. Hyped it up. Yeah. You, you, have, to, you have to send me a, a small clip yeah. off air. Yeah, okay. I won't promote it. I just want to hear it. Okay. All right. All right. So we're we're gonna skip number six because it's about touring, and that doesn't yeah, apply right now. That doesn't really apply. Yeah. Right so who would you want to perform or collaborate with? Oh boy, that's a big one. Red Hot Chili Peppers for me. Ooh. Okay. Perform, collaborate, whatever, whatever they want to do, I'll do whatever they want to do. They're just cool. Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right. Christian, what you got for me? Dang. Give me a tough one. <laughs> um, I think I would want to do something with Kate Trinata. I'm not familiar with that. Who's that? He's like, uh, I don't even, he's, a, he's like a, a dance yeah, he's a dance producer. Okay. Yeah, but he's really progressive in it. Like a lot of dance music sounds the same nowadays, but he's got his own very unique sound okay excellent wow. but yeah. he's he just won a grammy yeah he did yeah he did yeah hmm. well 
You can tell we're in the know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to don't blame you. Look, yeah, anything only... past the '90s, we just didn't listen to. Yeah, that's what it is. We're, so <laughs> we're at the, we're at that age where we only listen to what we grew up on. I know it's so sad. But I've been I've been doing better though because I've been listening to I go to my YouTube channel while I'm working and I just play explore music. Shouldn't you be working? I listen. I just listen to the stuff. And it just, okay. I've been listening to some new, newer things. I don't like it. Yeah. I uh, just listen to what you listen to. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, you listening to us? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there you Mar- go. <laughs> Marcus is like, here, check these guys out. And I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, okay. I dig it. Okay. I dig it. <laughs> well, we, we, so, how, all right. How did you, well, Samson, answer the question. Then I have a, a, a bonus question. A bonus question. Sure. Yeah. So perform with. And you know, if this podcast ever reaches the ears of these two uh, two bands, then you you know we said it here first. Um, but my dream tour is for us to play with Last Dinosaurs and No Vacation. Hmm. That would be an incredible tour. I think. <laughs> I think we have some songs that would fit in excellently, and we would grace a bunch of people with an excellent. Not like even guessing myself up, but just I think that. If we tried our best alongside these two other bands, it would be a night to remember there for you go. every single yeah. night we had the opportunity to play with them. Well, it's funny. He just answered question six. I was going to skip. Um, he literally just answered it. Yeah, but I mean, that could... Who do they want to tour with? He just answered. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I took that as like what they play, like tour like. Uh, that's okay. That's how I took that. All right. So... Now we're going to go into the pod deck questions. Yes. So what would be your desert island movie, book, or music? So I have to pick between one of the three, right? Yeah, one of the three. Okay. I stumped them all. They, they're all touching their face like, uh... <laughs> okay, I can pick I one it. of each. Yeah, yeah fine. I mean, one I of each, then. Yeah. Say, say it again. Old Man in the Sea. By Ernest Hemingway. Okay. Nice. I have no idea how he came up with that that quickly. That was, that was, he, he had yeah. that ready. He had that ready to go. Yeah. Not that I think it was a bad answer. I'm going to take, take what you might pick, but Waking Life, the movie, that would be my Desert Island movie. Wow. Waking Life. That's a Waking great pick. Really good. I was going to say, the person who inspires me to make music the most was actually a director named David Lynch. I don't know if you guys know him. I am familiar with David Lynch. Lynch. Yep. Okay, so you, you like him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because like, I love his approach on art. I think like he just kind of has the right idea about it. Not to yeah, say like there's a right and wrong. What I'm saying is that like, he always has like an emotion that he's communicating. And like his movies are so confusing that you can't really put words on that emotion. Yeah. And I like about that. So I'd probably pick something by that. I I pick TV. And I do all of the Twin Peaks stuff because that would net me a huge library of stuff. Of David Lynch stuff, yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what is on your bucket list? Your top item on your bucket list? I think right now I really want to see Yosemite. Okay. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I really like going on hikes and I've been really like, I don't know, because I'm doing a little more of it, but, like, I, I haven't traveled anywhere and gone to one of those hikes, and I, I really, I think I'd really like it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Robbie, what you got? Hang gliding. Hang gliding? Like, my dad went hang gliding in New Zealand, and, like, 
he told me about it. And ever since then, I'm like, there's how many better experiences in life are there than hang gliding off a mountain in New Zealand? You know, uh, like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, pretty cool. That's there's none. <laughs> yeah. What you got for me, Samson? I want to like spend like at least a month, like not necessarily backpacking, but like, you know, in like Europe. Me too. Just, like, <laughs> like, like, just, I guess backpacking, yeah, like not yeah. having much on me and just going through and seeing. I, I've been to Italy before for a short amount of time, and that was incredible. And I'm just like, I want to see the rest of it. And if I can, it's on the same continent, I'll see Asia too. Yeah. Yeah. Just explore the world with little to my name without like a bunch of clothes or a bunch of like preconceived plans, just like really explore. Yep. And yeah. learn from all the different cultures. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, we yeah. we had a trip planned. We had a trip to Europe this year. Then Corona hit. And then a pandemic hit. Yeah. We we Where got we, gonna go? we were gonna go the plan was I was gonna take the, the girls, my wife and my daughter, to England, uh France, Holland, and possibly Germany. So that was that was we, the plan. We were gonna live it up. We we're gonna live it up. Take two and a half weeks off and just go to Europe. But I've been wanting to go to Europe since I was like fifteen. Yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, it, it, maybe 2022, <laughs> if not 2023. It just depends on how this whole thing turns out. And maybe for our 20th anniversary. Yeah, maybe for them. We'll, we'll make it. It's just that's a great occasion. It, it, yeah. just yeah. it just didn't work out. Yeah, it was supposed to be for our 15th, and yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, what sucks is that I bought three new passports like right before everything closed yep. down. And I was like, I, I paid all this money, but they're good for 10 years. Yeah, but we've so lost. It's okay. Well, we've lost two years. With these little things collecting dust. We got dust. eight left. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> next question. What makes you feel old? Probably nothing. When you guys are young pups. This stuff when I wake up. Like, sometimes I'll wake up and my stomach hurts. And I'm like, is this what, like... Jack in the box and they didn't make... No. <laughs> <laughs> That's called Taco when... Bell. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It, it, happened, <laughs> it happened always when I ate Taco Bell, to be fair. Um, but, like... <laughs> I'll eat like like a power bowl. Like it'll just be like rice and veggies and like chicken, like grilled chicken, and I'll wake up and I'll just be like, Ugh, like, why do I hurt? Like <laughs> why do I do this to myself? But is it white rice or brown rice? It's white rice, you got me. That's why that's why. It's cause you if you eat rice or any like unless it's brown rice, but it usually if you eat grain like after seven, it's you're done. <laughs> now she sounds old. I am. I am. I'm the oldest one here, so <laughs> I have knowledge. <laughs> I'm music taste sometimes too. Your musical taste? I like a lot of sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like when it comes to like popular music, like music that was popular, like I don't really like a lot of mumble rap. Like I think that is good, but like I don't like love it like I did like the '90s. Right? Like the '90s had so much stuff that I just thought was super cool. Like. The whole like incubacy type of sound I mm. loved. I loved grunge. I loved sublime. So like all of that stuff is like what I think of first. And mm-hmm. so I say that that kind of like kind of makes me feel old sometimes when people are like, "Oh, did you hear the new Young Thug?" And I'm like, "No, I kind of live under a rock." Yeah. Well, I, t- <laughs> I try asking them that because I've found a lot of like artistic joy from mumble rap, surprisingly, which surprises me because I used to not even listen to like alternative rock i was like that pretentious i used to listen to like progressive rock and like classic rock like the most mainstream thing i would listen to would be like queen on occasion i used yeah. to listen to like jazz and yes and stuff like that like um but what makes me feel old is like 
talking about emission lake and palmer no. <laughs> no that's funny though um honestly like looking at memes and how i'm noticing that like less and less of them are are funny to me and more and more of like the interesting pages that are just like maps and like geography i'm like oh that's interesting yeah. i was like wow <laughs> i'm like oh, i'm finding this like so funny what, what, what's what's funny for me is um i'll be scrolling on my instagram and i see the memes and whatnot and people my friends living it up and doing their trips and whatnot but the one that gets me is like we follow this page called free stuff finder mm-hmm. and she finds discounts on household items and yeah. different things and i'm like I, I look forward to seeing that one i got him i got him i got a massage gun free stuff finder free stuff finder i got a massage gun because i have a bad back the thing was like 85 dollars. i got it for 30 dollars because she had a promo code on it yeah and the thing is amazing. But yeah. Yeah, the thing that gets me the most about the memes though is that like when I was in elementary school, I remember a friend of mine who was just really internet savvy. This was back like two early two thousands, like you know, like two thousand six to eight, I think. I don't know. Uh then yeah, like late two thousand sorry, not early like late two thousands to like two thousand ten, eleven. Um he and like I was about like I knew about like memes back when they were like the the, the rage comics and stuff like that. And, yeah. Like, when before people were like really even on like iFunny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh like, geez, iFunny! Wow. And I has cheeseburger. That was yeah. my website. Oh geez, was, cheeseburger too. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I was on it. Like I could have had the potential to keep up, but I just can't. And I'm like, this is disappointing. Yeah. And nowadays, there's a meme for everything. Like, I tried making some memes, and I was like, it's already been made. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's already been made. Ah, well. All right. Did everybody answer the question? Am I missing somebody? I Christian. Oh, no. uh, for me, it's being at work. I'm, I move around a lot, and I'm like, I'm always super conscious of the way I squat because my knees are, like, they crack when I stand oh, up. Oh, yeah. It only, it only <laughs> gets worse. Makes me feel a little older. It only so gets should, worse. Oh man, I'm so scared. I have to stretch more. Yeah, when when you get up in the morning and everything pops and crackles, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, or when your feet hurt when you're trying to walk across just to the bathroom, your feet, the bottom of your feet hurt. Yeah, and getting old sucks. Yeah, it does. I tell my daughter, don't get old. She's like, I'll try. She can't really. Help. She's like, I'll try. <laughs> All right, we we kind what of. What are your tips on not getting old? Yeah, uh, like, take take glucosamine. <laughs> for your knees i'm not even kidding um glucosamine it helps my knees because I, I i um i messed up my knee playing fo- high school football so i take mm-hmm. glucosamine and that helps my potassium potassium and um what's the other one the social than m i take a lot of uh, fish oil for my cholesterol melatonin <laughs> melatonin no, is a good melatonin. stuff <laughs> uh i potassium. can't think of it i'll think of it magnesium later. magnesium thank you magnesium <laughs> Now we're old. Yeah. All right. We yeah. brushed we brushed up a little bit on this one. Do you like it when artists explore different sounds, or would you prefer them to create music that stays in a similar genre throughout their career? Man, um, got a really cynical answer. <laughs> I've got like an answer right off the bat. Go for it. Okay. So, I I tend to appreciate it when bands explore different sounds. However, like you can kind of tell when an artist or a band is pursuing a sound because it's popular or because they felt like it embodied their youth. They're mm-hmm. like, they're mm-hmm. going with their stuff. I'm trying to think of an example, but like 
when like a lot of bands are a lot like you're see, we're seeing kind of like this 80s synth wave resurgence yep with mm-hmm. like album and do a lipa and it's just like it's just like those synths are sounding good again and those drum patterns are sounding good again and it's like like I can see how, like, when The Weeknd, who didn't even get a Grammy, I know we, we just talked about how we're not keeping up with the Grammys, but, like, there was all this controversy about how he didn't get a Grammy, even though he probably should have won because his album was really good. Uh, and I, I actually enjoyed it. But, um, like, I could tell he was trying to do something there, but then you see a lot of, like, smaller artists that are just doing, like, synthwave, like, beats and instrumentals, yeah. and it's like, did you, are you doing this because there was some success with it already and you're just trying to hop on the wave? Or are you doing it because it embodies like the sound that you're trying yeah, to achieve? Yeah, and so I think it, it pretty much entirely lies with the artistic integrity of the artist. Gotcha. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. But I tend to enjoy it though. Yeah, that's a really good answer. Uh, that is a good answer. For me, I think if it's done well, I I like it. Yeah, I don't know. I, is it good? Yeah, as long as it's good, you know? Yeah, like, I got you, yeah. Don't, don't lose that genuineness that you get from the mm-hmm. music, right? Like, um, yeah, that's just like, how it is. Manaz's most recent album, I was not a big fan. It's I, like very, I, like, I don't even know. I didn't know they had a new album. Oh, it's it's new. It's like six years old. Oh, the, the oh okay. one. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I just stick to their older stuff. I I, I stopped yeah, with uh, Labios Compartidos was the la, the, la, the latest one I've heard. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and don't you don't need to go any further. Okay. it's not really worth it. Won't do it. <laughs> Won't do it. All right, Robbie, what you got for me? I'm oh, sorry, I don't know that much from him, but he showed me Revolución de Amor, and mm-hmm. I love that album. It's, I haven't it's, heard it's my money past it, but I really like it. They have they just have really good music. I have no idea what they're saying. She has no idea what they're good. saying, but she likes the music. Oh my oh, so good. It sounds yeah. nice. Sounds pretty. See, w- personally, I m- my favorite band of all time is Matrix Romance. I love them to death, and their first album is that CD that I I don't skip a song. I listen to it all mm-hmm. the way through. Whenever I listen to it, it's all of it. Mm-hmm. Now their second album called Voices, I wasn't a fan because they went <laughs> like they they went completely they changed different. completely. There wasn't even a vibe of us oh, is a Matchbook song. Yeah, they just went completely. You knew it was Matchbook because you recognize Andy's voice, but he explained that in... in During our interview. In Check the, out that episode. Yes. <laughs> he explained the different He explained sounds. why they changed their sound. And I, as I grew older, I grew to appreciate the album more. But when I was younger, I just had their first album on such a pedestal that yeah. it was untouchable. So when they changed their sound, I was like, yeah, Matchbook sucks now. <laughs> but I like well, it now. I like it now. Those are harsh words. And I think I told him that he sucked on one of his performances, didn't I? Yeah, but he knew he did. He knew he uh, did. It was a good episode. Check out the episode. I'm surprised he stayed on after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I made it better because I told him I liked the Voices album. Yeah, you did. So. Uh, that's the one that had Monsters, right? That's the yes. song that blew up? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, I mean, whether he had a good reason or not, it's good that he did because more people heard them. Yeah. My- yeah. And then they broke up after that. Yeah, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, did you finish answering the question? Yeah. No, he didn't answer the question. Yeah. My answer was just gonna be like it touches exactly on what you were saying. Like, is there a continuity between the last albums? Like, I think change is good. It's necessary. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you look at Red Hot Chili Peppers. They have a sound, but they did tweak it up. Yes. From album yeah. Album. Yeah. They did change, like certain things that made it fresh, but they kept their like principal stuff. Exactly. Know? And they only 
around reasonable stuff. And if they were going to change something big, they were only going to change that, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I think like the continuity is what's most important. You have your audience and you, you have a, you've got to understand that you've got to talk to them. You know, yep. you've got somebody who you can talk to. That's incredible. People just don't listen nowadays. So yep. like, even just having people listening, even not like a financial base, like you just kind of got to lead them along. You've got to connect the dots for them. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Giving them one conversation and completely shifting. I think like you have a responsibility as a musician to take them with you. Yep. And that we had, we discussed it in our no doubt episode. They've been around since 1980 something. Yeah. And they, they have flowed and they've kept that continuity Four, I was born. I think. Yeah. No, 88, 88, yeah, 88. Okay, well, yeah. So they've kept that. There's a small, there's a, there's hint a, there's of a them. thing there that calls it a no doubt yeah album but they've changed their sound throughout the years yeah just a little bit yeah perfect example i'd like i'll listen to a new new doubt song or no doubt song i'll be like this is good this doesn't feel dated but like it does no doubt you know Mm -hmm. yep 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 all right this is gonna be the hardest question no the last one is oh the hard who is your favorite superhero (laughs) i like the flash the Flash, yes. but I like the Flash from Justice League. I like Sassy Flash. You like Ezra Miller? Yes, I like Sassy Flash. Sassy Flash. I really don't like the CW Flash. He's kind of whiny. He's kind of yeah. whiny. He he is. He's getting a little whinier. I, I I bailed on that show like five seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. No, he's getting whiny. Okay. Yeah, I don't I used to say Aquaman because I was kind of contrarian. I feel like he was cool and didn't get enough press, but now I feel like Aquaman gets enough press. So I just kind of like. You know, no, he doesn't. He needs more press, I feel. I still could use it. But more shirtless got... press. <laughs> she's, a, she's a Jason Momoa fan. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> All right. Move, you, you, calm down. We saw him. We saw him in person at a Comic Con here in Atlanta. Oh God! <laughs> to say that man is a mountain, that dude is huge. He's beautiful. And I, like, he intimidated. He was like ten feet away, and I was like, "That that's a man." I sh- I wish we had gone and met him. <laughs> that is a that's a man. He's yes. <laughs> but yeah, he was just too big. Anyways, Aquaman. <laughs> is that your final answer? It's not my final answer is Spider-Man, but it's kind of lame. So I wanted to leave with no, something. Spider-Man's cool. awesome. He loves Spider-Man. Spider-Man is awesome, but like, so awesome that like having him as your favorite superhero, you know, is just kind of like, are you awesome? Yes. Like, yes. I, I stay with this, but like, you know, like, you know. I like, I like the Hulk. And the Hulk? I'm not going to lie. The thing that put me over on the Hulk was, uh, it was whichever one of the most recent like uh, MCU movies where he like fuses his normal self with the Hulk, yeah, and he's yeah. like he's like intelligent Hulk. He's yeah. smart. Hulk. It was uh, <laughs> in game, right? It was in game. It was in game. Yeah, yeah, end game. That's what it was. But mm-hmm. He just he's like oh, I put him together, and I was like he's he was my favorite character for that whole movie. Yep. So that's my favorite superhero is the Hulk. Cool. All right, number twelve. Number twelve. Okay. Well, that. Iron Man really gained favor through all of the different Avengers movies. Iron Man really like warmed himself up to me. Like, like the more I watch him, the more I like him. I yeah. just wanted that. Like, I I didn't like, Iron Man was not on my radar at all until the MC, MCU movies. Yeah, not at all. Really made him, like a centerpiece. Yep, because he had like three movies before they yeah. really progressed yep. any other stories in it. Yeah, like, uh, and they picked the, the right. 
they picked the right guy for it. I was going to say, Robert Downey Jr. was perfect. Iron Man. Yeah, he's the perfect It was supposed to be Tom Cruise. Oh, no. That would have been weird. Yeah. No, that wouldn't. We wouldn't have seen Iron Man 2 and 3 if it was. And it probably would have, actually. Yeah. But no. it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, no. No. That's it's, not... it's just it's to the point where seeing Robert Downey Jr. in other movies, even if it was filmed before he was Iron Man, it's just like it's Iron Man. Let's we, yeah. we, we watched Doctor Doolittle on um, HBO Max the other day. I was like, "Hey, looks Iron Man." Yeah, it was weird, <laughs> yeah. It, but it was weird seeing him in something else other than MCU. Yeah, so he'll be back. I'm sure they'll he'll they'll throw a couple bucks at him. He'll be back. Yeah, they'll figure something. They got out. the MCU money. They'll throw money at him. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll bring back Captain Captain America. And then him. I think they're going to bring back Captain America in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Maybe. I feel like it's going to happen. Robert Downey, come on the show. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah right. All right, number 12, hon. Uh, number 12, what was the first album you purchased? Which we kind of brushed up on, but no, you had. You, what, what did you purchase yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I think. So, yeah, I'm... Um, I've been a little bit ride the high seas. I didn't get a Spotify subscription until like a couple of years ago. But um, the first album I bought, bought, and I feel like you should buy buy albums. Yeah. To support mm-hmm. artists. But like you should buy them in person over the internet. It gets kind of like funky with the splits. It's a little bit different when you actually go to the show and you buy it from the mm-hmm. booth. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the first album I bought, bought, as opposed to Scream. And um, that was just at a, a Summer Salt concert. Um, they're just kind of like an oldies throwback band, and um, I really liked them. Okay, yeah. so that was that was my first CD. Chris, what you got? Uh, I think I had a CD of the album "How to Save a Life" by The Fray. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happened uh, to them? They they should have been bigger than they were. I don't know. Or they just quit. Did they? The last thing I remember they made was, uh, I think, the album Helios in 2016 or 17. Hmm. We could still be working on stuff, potentially. Maybe. I remember they had a performance like a few years ago in like Vegas. So Yeah, they should have been They should have been bigger than they were. Yeah. We might have to do a Freya episode. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right, Samson, what you got? So... The first album I actually remember buying is probably not this one. This is the one I remember buying was the first time I had ever, I had like an iPod and it came with like, I got it for like my birthday and I can't remember one. It was like elementary school. I got like this little iPod, like classic for my birthday. Nice. And I had one of those little um, like iTunes gift cards and I was like, oh, I'll buy music. And I bought the Nacho Libre soundtrack. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And you know what? There's some bangers on that album. There's some great songs. I like that. I like that. The best thing about the soundtrack is it's got little sound clips from the movie. Oh, that's awesome. And there's just like, it's just, you just, you remind, you basically remember all the best parts of the whole movie through and the songs are just good like i will stand by that the nacho libre soundtrack is just a good album. i have to check that out yeah the nacho libre soundtrack the, the, the funny thing that you mentioned that there's little sound clips of the movie in it mm. do you remember power you remember power rangers the original yeah. mighty more from power rangers yeah they sold the cassette 
of the soundtrack of the theme song. The theme song was on it like five times. And, <laughs> That's the, like the, yeah, only song. It's the only song they had. But then there was a couple other songs, like the Green Ranger song, and it would intermix uh, scenes from the show into it. Oh, geez. So I'm singing the song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so corny. And my dad would be driving me around. He's like, he would just look at me like, I hate you so much. <laughs> why, why, why are you the way you are? Is is ugh. Oh my gosh, that explains so much. Yeah. Yeah. And it, to top okay, so that happens and then a few years later, um I'm with my dad after the after the divorce happens and I'm thinking, you know, I'm a big tough guy. I'm like, you know, I'm the man of the house. Yeah. You're you're here now trying to help me paint my room okay. in the apartment we live in. So I play Tupac. Oh no. And it the one song he starts off and just blares out a curse. You, my dad kicked that radio so hard. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he kicked you. <laughs> that was another time. Oh, He kicked that radio and he goes, you don't play that in my house. I was like, you don't live here. You left. Uh, yeah. Uh, my childhood. Oh, All right. We're going to skip a few questions because just because. All right. So if you had to delete all but three apps from your phone, which ones would you keep? You gotta keep three I apps. Wish I, could say Spotify. I wish I could say Spotify, but their user service is just so bad that I just can't. Like, they just, I open Spotify and then, like, my phone will shut down. Like, it's just That's so phone, bad. Bro. No, it's no. Spotify. <laughs> no, I'm with, I'm, with, I'm with Robert. I'm with Robbie because the Spotify last few days, stuck. my crap is stuck on Taylor Swift <laughs> and will not go past Taylor no, Swift. He just really likes Taylor Swift. I do like Taylor Swift. That's the thing. But I'm pl- I'm playing their their music and it has a Taylor Swift album cover on it. <laughs> no, what did it do on the radio on our radio? It was playing something else and it said Fall Out Boy. Yeah, I think it was playing T Swizzle and it said Fall Out Boy. And then when I got out of the <laughs> like, car, we got out of the car and went to Target and it just started playing by itself on my in my pocket. <laughs> so we're walking on Target and I hear Fall Out Boy and I was like, what? It, they don't play Fall Out Boy in Target. And my phone, I take out my phone and it's just playing Fall Out Boy. So I looked. He it up has on- his own soundtrack everywhere. He yeah. Goes. So I had to look it up online. It says just force, force, force stop the app yeah. and reopen. I was like, I don't want to have to do that every single day. Yeah. See, so at least I know and it's not your phone, so you can't try to get a new phone now. I need a new phone because of the camera. No, you don't. But we'll move on. <laughs> All right. So three apps. Which ones are you keeping? Oh, you like what apps I have on my phone right now? I keep three apps. Which ones are you um, I'm a big Civilization by Sid Meier. That game, wow, I really like that game. They, they have it for the like, phone. There is this app called Unsiv. That's wow. like it's like Civ Five almost exactly. It's just the graphics are just like they're poop, you know. Uh-huh. So like, just completely saves on all of that. I've been like playing that nonstop. It's terrible for my learning, but it is so good for my personal enjoyment. I don't think I could delete <laughs> that. That's definitely at least one of them. All right, so that's one. Um, but also probably YouTube because I like listening to people. Like I like listening to podcasts, hearing what people have to say. People I've been I've been debating on starting a YouTube portion of this podcast. I'm debating on it. I think it might help the show. It might because a lot of people. I, I what he just said. A lot of people listen to their podcast through YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I might have to do that. That's kind of weird, though. I listen to podcasts on YouTube every day. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, if I like a podcast, I'll watch it on YouTube or Spotify, but I get you. Like, it's easier to be discovered on the multiple platforms. Yep. You've got the different algorithms mm-hmm. working different. Yep. So I think I think it's a great move. I would love to. I love the video feeds with podcasts, too. I think the body language can get pretty funny. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We'll work on that. That's yeah. um, true, but yeah, I don't need any others. I just need YouTube. Just and I got one. Voice memos. Voice memo. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. 
yep. trying to make music and you're like you're like you just want to really quick it's just right there it's yeah it really works cool. yeah yep voice memo you got two other ones youtube i think i really like youtube um and then uh probably i don't know i really like instagram yeah it's kind of addicted to it <laughs> yeah it's true it's addicting yeah i like instagram reels which is tiktok i know but sometimes tiktok gets boring no it never gets boring <laughs> tiktok never gets boring my three apps would be my tuner app my mm-hmm. metronome app and the reverb which is like eBay for for music gear. Nice. Oh, nice. I like that. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna mindlessly scroll through something, I might as well stumble upon a rare pedal that's at a ridiculously low price or something. Yeah, I like that. Make it work for you. I like that. Yeah. Do they have microphones on there and stuff like that? Oh, they have everything. Anything audio yeah. related they have on there, and honestly, for good prices. So you should check it Don't out. Don't tell him. Reverb. Don't podcast. tell. Him Downloading that. now. Because oh, I've spent too much money on my microphone to my better, gear. Oh my gosh. Better prices and high quality used gear from that website. It's just excellent. You yeah. can sell stuff there too. I don't think Chris has sold stuff, but you definitely bought stuff from I've Reverb. Bought a ton of stuff. I've even sold a little bit on Reverb, and I would argue that Robbie is a Reverb merchant. Yeah. Like, okay. How much? <laughs> I flipped here to get new gear like nobody's business, but I've downloaded um, it. I said mine was the Met app, the Cooter app, and a Reverb. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna, we're addicts. Yeah, we're gonna skip over to a couple. Of, if you could have your music be the soundtrack to a movie, which movie would it be? Wow. Natural Libre. No, Natural. <laughs> I I almost said that. I was like, Samson goes Natural Libre, but that's a tough question. That's a tough one. I'm sorry. If if you could have your music be the soundtrack to a movie, which movie would it be? Oh, I think like, wait, hold on. Does this mean music that we've already like released or slash written? And then we put it to a movie that already exists. Yes. Or like, yes, if we, okay. I was like, if we could rewrite the soundtrack or that I like, you know what? I like that question better. Oh, okay. Then I have the perfect answer. I want to write the music to dope. Wow. Dope? Yeah, with Johnny Depp and uh what's her face? Was that is that Johnny Depp? No, that wasn't Johnny Depp. Uh it was um dope. A kid who was applying to Harvard. What was the one with Johnny Depp? What am I whoa, I don't even know where I got what confused. I would want to write the soundtrack slash use our music for the soundtrack of the community movie that never happened. <laughs> well, allegedly they're still working on it, aren't they? They better be. I've got some strongly worded emails to send out if they aren't. So that's what I that's the answer to that. Like a reunion movie with the original cast. Yeah. You know? Dope. They don't get you that Nicole Brown. I will throw a riot. Oh, I don't I don't know that movie at all. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know that. There's one. some people in it that I know, hmm. like Forrest Whitaker's in it. Gotcha. Pharrell. Pharrell. Well he's a producer. Who I think I think Pharrell's a vampire. He doesn't age. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jennifer not Lopez age. is one too. Really no, Jennifer Lopez has Benjamin Button syndrome because she's going back in age. She's not aging at all. <laughs> the fact that she's fifty plus and she looks that good, yeah, yeah, something's up there. Like, that's like with um, Rachel from Friends does the yes. same thing. Where yeah, like, not age. Like they she don't age. age. She looks amazing. Cindy Crawford. Oh my god, I haven't seen Cindy Crawford in a while. She so. looks amazing. Yeah, 
And I swear she's like 80. No. All right, so we got two answers. Robbie, what you got for me? Um, I guess if I had to say one just off the top of my head, I've been watching a lot of Richard Linklater, so I'm a little bit biased recently, but um, A Dazed and Confused, because mm-hmm. like, I feel like it does a good job of like realistically portraying the happenings of high school. I mean, obviously it's of the time it was produced, but different stuff just kind of occurs now. It's the same type of tomfoolery that just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, you've kind of got to let slide off your back. Otherwise you'll end up with some pretty serious trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. um, I feel like our music would be good for that. Just kind of like the acceptance of the good parts and the letting go of the bad parts. It would be kind of like, cause that's like kind of the feeling I'm trying to bring. So that's just kind of like my off the head answer. I got a good one for you guys. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack for their music mm-hmm. on Ferris Bueller's day off. Yeah. Oh, Boom. I like that. Drop the mic. <laughs> That's my all-time favorite movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Day Off, but that would work. Say anything. Actually, yeah, that works too. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> say anything and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys, number twenty. Number twenty. Yes. Okay. Say again. School of Rock. Yeah. Oh. That, that, that's a classic. Yeah. I, I just added tag that onto my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, which one? 20? 20. Okay. What would you rather achieve? Make a record that sells 500,000 copies or make a record that influences 5,000 other bands or artists? That's hard because, like, if all of those copies are, like, somebody internalizing, like, what we said and, like, listening and, like, feeling understood, then definitely that. Because, like, as great as influence is, like, as much as I like people to think that I'm cool and want to do things like me, I, um, I'd rather just, I'd rather just have something I say, like resonate with somebody and have them feel like they're a little bit less alone. I feel like that's just a little bit better for the utility of the world. But if it's just like, if you're just like listening it in the background, like, I like that, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not criticizing you, but like, I probably prioritize the influence over that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Yeah. I would also pick the the selling copies simply because like, like it would be cool to be like the velvet underground of like a new genre of mm-hmm. music or something like that. But honestly, if I was able to reach a status as a part of this band to where I could have like you'd be like, oh yeah, those guys sold all those copies. Like my my goal with music in general is less to like get people to sound like the music I make and more to like encourage them to find their own sound. Yes. And that's kind of what I envision myself doing if this does become a full-time career after the whole performance when you get too old to perform, too mm-hmm. old to be doing the tour life anymore. Yeah. Is to people that are not like not even signed, just people that are out here playing at open mics or mm-hmm. at the $5 at the smell or something like that. Um and just find them and be like, hey, let's let's make your music. Yeah. You know, I think you have something good to say rather than like, I have something good to say and everybody should say the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christian, what you got? So I feel like it's going to be a little hard to explain. So <laughs> bear with me. Um, but I think that when I first wanted to answer it, I wanted to say sell them. And I wanted to sell the 50,000 because I don't necessarily want my 
music to inspire people musically like i would i want it to be a little more diverse um i wanted to help people in a lot of different areas of life and then i thought okay maybe it could even be big enough to where there are affects that many people in life that there are that many people out there who uh want to are inspired to be musicians and make a make a sound mm-hmm. uh, inspired by us so yeah i don't know i don't think i i don't think i have a preference he's right in the middle yeah right in the middle That's i got fine. you yeah. i just want someone to enjoy it <laughs> yeah. yeah got you i got you mm-hmm. all right this one's gonna be this one's gonna be kind of similar in, in 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 a sense would you rather write one incredible album or 10 very good albums one incredible one. The, the one. Yeah. That's hard. That is, is it like all of the songs are like really, 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 really good? Obviously on the incredible album, all the songs are like tens, yeah. right? But like on the very good ones, do you have songs that are tens and songs that are eights? Or is like every song just like an eight, you know? I would say on a very good album, you probably have half of them are tens and the rest of them are like sixes and sevens. As much as I'd love to write like a great album, I definitely feel like the 10 very good albums is at least more realistic. Like just half of the time, every idea we have is going to probably be bad for some happenstance reason. Yeah. You know, just due to some like minutia. So like realistically, I want to say the 10 very goods, but like I'm so obsessed with creating, you know, like the perfect piece yeah. of art. Yeah. And, like, well, how about, how about this? You get your 10 really good albums and then you release the greatest hits. That's the incredible album. There you go. Oh, that's, that's, it. that's the easy pick. That's metagaming your whole career. That's yeah, right. that's it. <laughs> Give me some ideas. The Beatles, the, the number one out, the number one record. Yeah, that's that's. Amazing. It's a compilation of all their greatest hits, and it, like you, that, you can't skip a song on that album. Yeah. No. So there you go. Yeah. Very good albums, and your number one, your your tenth album is your greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Boom. Or you do like Remo Drive, where your first album is all the greatest hits. <laughs> and it's oh, your best album, too. And it ends up being your best album because you pick out all the good members. Oh, man. All of the other members, at least. Yeah. So, it's easier when there's only two people. Uh, oh, now you lost your iPad. Uh, all right, which format do you prefer to listen to music on? Streaming, CD, cassette, or vinyl? Streaming. Streaming. Convenient. It's so easy. Like I, I am the owner of several vinyl albums, and I enjoy the experience, especially if you hook it up to the nice speaker system and all that. But like, it's it's just so like I can listen to anything I want. Yeah, anytime. I don't no preparation. No matter what I'm doing, no matter where I am, I could be I could be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and listening to my favorite song. Yeah, that, that would you know, that's that's why I choose streaming. I um I have a weird thing for CDs actually. Like most people get really into vinyl, but like I think CDs are the coolest dang thing. Yeah, I agree. I like, mm-hmm. like I like that like it comes with a little booklet and stuff yep. and like I like that like the music it sounds like it's digital. Like it's the difference between CD and streaming is like not very like able to tell, but like I like the theming that comes along with it. So for that reason and because my car can play CDs and not vinyl. Go. Yeah. Exactly. I fetched you CDs because that's yeah. the most convenient way I can get like the artist deal, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. where I can get their presentation of their album. Yeah, we still have our our, our car CD sleeve. Like you I put have the a little book. It's um 
it's a sleeve that goes on your wrist. Um, sun visor. Your sun visor. Yeah. So you got all your CDs right there on top, so you slide it out. I have that and I have the book. Yeah. CDs. But I only play like a couple of albums that I really like. Now, we were growing up, we had cassettes. Uh, we, weren't, we weren't part of the 8-track no, one. But we, yeah, but then we had the CD player that you, it had the cassette attachment. So your car had a cassette player and you would put that in yeah. and it would play the CD on your portable CD player. Yeah. Now, my dad was gangster. He had he, he, he had a Camaro with the, the, I think it was like 10 disc changer in the trunk. Oh, yeah. So you put 10 discs in there. And then oh, put it in there. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm pretty like, sure. I'm like Spotify, right basically. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my dad sold drugs. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Sorry, Dad. You didn't. Dad, dad, come on the show. No. Give me some type of attention, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Love me, Dad. He won't. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you could only listen to music from one decade, which decade would you choose? There's immediately two. There's two, and it's not close for me. Honestly, the current, whatever decade I'm currently living living in, the present. Okay. Because I think that, like, it's kind of like the same concept with science. Like, we stand upon the shoulder of giants. Like, every new excellent album is the foundation for whatever is made next. Because everything, people that are growing up listening to great albums from the 90s go on to make great albums in the 2000s. Yeah, it makes Those sense. Those people from 2010s. And so, yeah. So right now, the 2020s. Okay. All it's right. not a lot so far, but I'm willing to bet that there's going to be some things to back up my claim in nine years. And yeah, in 2030, there'll be, there'll be some crazy yeah. older mumble rappers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, Robbie, what you got for me? So, like, I was going to go with Samson's answer, but then I remembered that Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins was made in 1993, and that's kind of a deal breaker. Yeah. So, for me, it's like, it's a really contested fight. Like, it's not like the the Mayweather, uh, what's his face, McGregor fight. It's like a real fight between, like, the 90s and, like, the 2010s. Because, like, as hard as it is to, like, imagine life without Siamese Dream or, like, or like 20 ounces to freedom, like 40. Oh my goodness. I can't believe I said 20. I'm going to cry. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just the first half of the album, which the first half of the album is great. Um, I do, but like also like all of like the rise against stuff and all the stuff that I've listened to in the 2010s, all of those influences. Yeah. Oh, actually I have a question that I think um, might help me out. Do you remember when tell all your friends by taking back Sunday was released? 2003. Okay, yeah, probably the 90s then. Probably the 90s. If it was in the 2010s, that might have moved me to the 2010s. Yeah. But... Yep, 2003. Because yeah. when that album came out, it blew my mind. Like, it legit it just still blew my mind. Yeah. Chris, what you got? I think the, the teens, the 2019, I think 2018 and 2019 were really cool years for music for me. And the 80s. Yes. The 80s had some good have we done an '80s episode? No, we haven't done an. 80s. We, we did. We've done a '90s episode. 90s episode. Check out that one. And you, you have to check out the '90s episode and listen to Just my. Check t- out all the. Check episodes. out my my uh, my view on uh, Waterfalls by TLC. Oh jeez. Ooh. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll give you a little synopsis. For years, maybe even oh, decades. Talking about not knowing the lyrics. <laughs> I thought she said, "Don't go, Jason." Waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> she he thought it was a person. I thought it was some dude named Jason Waterfalls. 
I'm like, no. Because in the music video, it's no, about dear. a it's about a guy. <laughs> so I thought it was Jason Waterfalls. It's about several people. <laughs> but anyway, Jason Waterfalls. All right, so we'll go on to our last Jason question. Uh, my wife. This is my wife's question. Okay, this is this is the be all end all. <laughs> the question. The question. The question. What is your favorite Disney movie and character? Pre Star Wars and Marvel and all that. So no big hero sex. Um. No pre. I mean, like, no, you can do Pixar and, like, stuff like that, but, like, pre-Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, so Marvel and Star Wars are out. Yeah. Big Hero 6, I can't watch that movie. I cry every time. I love that so movie. Good. Like, I sob. I love that movie. So good. Yeah. That movie? Like, that's my favorite movie, hands down. Big Hero 6. So cool. When we went to Disney and we saw Baymax, I, I got a little starstruck. Yeah. It's just some dude in a, in a big balloon costume, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Baymax. <laughs> Samson, what you got? Um, well, I guess you said none of like the current ones. So it's got to be like a classic. Because I was gonna say Soul. I really liked Soul. That no, was you, you can say yeah. that. That's fine. That was yeah. a good one. Right, but it's, it's Soul or, or Monsters Inc. The first like oh, the Monsters Inc. OG. Yeah. Another movie that makes me cry. I know. That's so good. Jeez. Monsters Inc. It, it's funny. The Soul. Uh, yeah, so stupid Pixar movies. Yeah. Man. Soul. Soul was actually made in um, my neighborhood in New York, in Queens. Yeah. Which I didn't realize wow. until after the. I was like, I'm watching. I was like, that's the the seven train. What is that doing there? But yeah, that was cool. Like, oh, that's why. It's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Soul. We got uh, Big Hero Six, mm-hmm. Monsters I, Inc., and Chris. What you got? Thank the Lion King. Lion. Yes. <gasps> I love that soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. The, you guys got to cover that song on one of your performances. Ooh. Ooh. The Monsters Inc. theme, though. I, mean, I feel like I should let everybody know that there's like uh electronic remix of the Circle of Life, the entering song for the Lion Lion King. It's terrible. Like, don't listen to it if you're looking for like good music. But if you're trying to laugh at something, that is a really <laughs> to check great that out. place to go. Yeah. yeah so, it's really funny. So the the first CD that I ever purchased on my own <laughs> was Pocahontas. <laughs> that is oh yeah, it did have that a but yeah. that is a really good soundtrack. But it's, then, it's, like, not, it's not Lion King status. No, it's not. But then like the real music I got was It's not Lion King or um Phil Collins Tarzan, Tarzan. soundtrack. Yeah, I know. But it's still good music. Check out our Phil Collins episode too. Oh, we got episodes galore, baby. We got plenty of episodes. <laughs> just listen to all of them. Listen to everything. At this point. Except for the first episode, because that was my first attempt, and it was just awful. <laughs> but you have a lot of hits on that. Yeah, it actually surprisingly got... It's a good... It's a well-rated episode. Yeah, so... Surprisingly enough. But I think Linkin Park is our... Yeah, Linkin Park... Our Linkin Park episodes have hit really the, hard. The first one. The first is, one's our highest... Yeah. Highest listened to episode. Yeah. That was a really good episode. And our second one is, is up there, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was the first one I saw when I was like searching up you guys. Like when I first got like, the, oh, they want to do a podcast? I'll check it out. And like, I was like, oh. Yeah, we, we, I have enough. I, ha- I, I have a spreadsheet that I share with the, with the, our, my other co host that I just plug in ideas as they come along or they pitch ideas. Our producer. Our producer, Megan, <laughs> who's not here. Um, I just plug in ideas. So we're, we're set with ideas until 2023. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. I just throw ideas in there and just keep 
that way it stays fresh in my mind and I just I develop the ideas as I go along. Or we would just weed them out. Yeah. But they're good ideas. Mm. They're really good. But And if they're not, they won't last till 2023. Yeah, and I can yeah. delete them, yeah. <laughs> then I might not be doing this show by then, but... Look, you better be doing it for a while with all this stuff you've bought. Yeah, my little. <laughs> this is my little expensive hobby. I'm not allowed to buy any more gear. No. At all. You're not. Not until I get a puppy. Yeah, she wants a puppy. And, and a house. And a house, yeah. Puppy on the podcast. Say again? You put the puppy on the podcast. Well, yeah, it'll be on the podcast. Our dog, our current dog is in the yeah. podcast every so often. She walks yeah. by and shakes and, yeah, she's a trip. She'll do her little shake. We ta- we have to take her collar off because it makes a lot of noise. Yeah. So. I'm surprised my daughter hasn't pitched in today. She did earlier. Oh, she did? Okay. No, you didn't hear it. it okay. Funny. Well, with that being said, you guys have any questions for us? Oh man! Uh, favorite album of all time. That's Something easy like that. <laughs> favorite album of all time. I got mine. Matric Romance uh, stories and alibis. Yeah, I know yours. Uh, mine is Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt. Oh, that's that's a great one. That that was my first concert in live that I ever went to, and it was like life changing. It was amazing. That's such a good answer. I need to know what Andres is. is. <laughs> My first concert ever was <laughs> it was Matchbook Romance. It was Matchbook Romance, Taking Back Sunday, <laughs> Gym Class Heroes, and Acceptance. They were all on a headlining tour in Irving Plaza. Gym Class Heroes. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. No, I'm sorry. It was Gym I'm Class sorry. Heroes, Fall Out Boy, Taking Back Sunday, and Matchbook Romance. That's what it was. What? Oh, okay. At Irving Plaza. It Those was. Answers are so- <laughs> the first concert we saw together was Fall Out Boy, Silverstein, and, and Straight Light Run. No, no, Gym Class Heroes. Gym Class Heroes. Yep. Yeah. We in um in New York we had a whole sm- a whole bunch of small little venues that we everybody would just perform. Mm. And then I moved down to South Florida and I met Kelly and they, they had a whole bunch of small venues that all these bands would just come. So we through. got to see Matchbook and we saw Matchbook like three times yeah. together, and then we saw Fall Out Boy once, several times. And Taking Back Sunday a whole bunch of times. Yeah, and, Taking Back Sunday we've seen a bunch here. Yeah. So we've seen them like three times here. Yep. They did a performance here like probably two years ago now. They they lived in Charlotte. The whole band lived in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And they performed at a bar right where they lived. And it was like 20 bucks. And there was only like yeah. 50 people in the bar. And it just did an acoustic set. Just them. It was really cool. It was amazing. It was him and it was Adam and John. Adam and John performing. Yep. It was awesome. Yep. But with that being said, I'm going to do our show plug. Our show email address is bpdpodcast48 at gmail.com. The Instagram is BPD Podcast. You guys, plug what you got plug. Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah. Uh, we are Delfino Squared. That's Delfino Squared Music on our website. You can find all of our links there. And if you're trying to just look us up, we're on essentially every streaming service or platform available. That's Delfino Squared, D-E-L-F-I-N-O space S-Q-U-A-R-E-D. Delfino Fantastic. Squared. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, my daughter wants to pitch in. Go ahead. Say, say your piece. Um, I have a YouTube channel now. It's called Galaxy. <laughs> wow. Okay. So we, we like to sign off and say bye and stuff like that. This is a running gag with my wife. Every week. I, I don't have anything. Every week she comes up with a sign off that's awful. So what are you going to sign off with today? <laughs> Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Wow. <laughs> she quoted Friday Night Lights. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate it. And guys, listen to Delfino Squared. You will not regret it. Thank you so much. And hasta luego, guys. Thanks for